1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting MarcusTheaters.com. Time for your weekly dose of music news. Our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? We're good. That's good. Well, uh, what we like to hear. Hazy skies here from the uh, Canadian wildfires. Canada. Okay. Canada. <laughs> what are you going to do? Worst neighbor ever. <laughs> we'll forward your complaints to the foreign ministry and uh, see if they can't be dealt with. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. How's Always. your? How busy was your week? It was a busy week. It was uh, stuff going on. You know, concerts and uh, all sorts of other things. Last night was a very interesting evening with Billy Porter who's on his first ever, like, concert concert tour. It's not a Broadway type of thing. It's him and a band, you know, playing his music. But, of course, changing Because he's positive. a triple threat. He's a singer, writer, and director. Director, producer. Yeah, he, right. He's one of these multi-hyphenates. Quadruple but, threat. Okay. But you know what? He's one of those guys, and you do see a difference. You put a guy like that on stage with all that stage experience, and he knows what to do in front of an audience. I mean, it's it's... You know, it's the difference. There's a difference there. Well, I would expect that a Billy Porter show and a Neil Young show are going to be very, very different. A little bit different. Yeah. Neil, Neil just doesn't look as good in the uh, <laughs> in, in the dresses as Billy Porter does. So I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Um, I clicked on some, of course, it's clickbait. It was bands with the worst lead singers. I just had to see... What bands have the worst lead singers? And a lot of them are like, eh, this person just doesn't like these guys, you know? Right. But the first guy up, I went, oh, that's right. Vince Neal, number one on the list. <laughs> Is it? He did, used to be. But he's just had kind of a bad run. Yeah, because um, now not so much, but that hasn't slowed him down. They're, they're working on a new album. They have it almost done. According to Nikki Six, he posted an update uh, this week saying he was just in the studio with Vince in London, he said the new Motley Crue songs are 100% officially done and ready for the mix. That was quick, because they didn't really start, you know, talking about being in the studio until a couple months ago. And this, of course, with John Five on guitar, rather than Mick Mars. But it sounds like these guys are on their way to their first new album since 2009. How auto-tuned do you think this album is? I don't know about it. I don't necessarily know about auto-tune, but there's a lot you can do in a, in a studio, of course. I think the playing will be fine. There, there you know, really don't seem to be issues there. Um, but, you know, how, you know, and, and it may be, Vince may be at the point of his career where he's a better studio singer. You know, in the controlled confines of a studio, he's going to do better than he does in the live shows. Um, John Five, I will tell you, is a great songwriter. I mean, he's worked with Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, Meatloaf. is this huge list. I think he even wrote for Streisand at one point. Um, he's just a, you know, he's just really a beast, not only on his instrument, but uh, but writing. So I think, you know, I think there's. So he can only he can only help the effort. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's definitely a a plus. Not that Mick Mar, you know, listen. And we've talked about it before. The last when I saw them in concert last summer, Mick was the one part of the show that to me was working. Okay. Uh, 
Willie Nelson, what, had his 90th birthday last week? It was no, it was a little while ago. It was maybe three weeks back. Okay. But now and they're was, saying if you missed it, you can see it in theaters. You can go see it in, in movie theaters. It's uh, it's going to be uh, called uh, Long Shorts, Long Story Short, Willie Nelson 90. It's going to be coming to movie theaters on June 11th with, uh, uh, with repeat performances on the 13th and 14th. I was out at the Hollywood Bowl. You know, it was... Sounds like it was the music event of the year. You know, guests included Keith Richards, Snoop Dogg, George Strait, Chris Stapleton, Dave Matthews, Neil Young, uh, Lumineers, Cheryl Crow, Billy Strings, Jack Johnson. I mean, just this wow. who's who of people. So yeah, it beats touring. You don't have to leave your house. <laughs> yeah, well, Willie, Willie still tours though. I mean, he'll yeah. be out. He'll be out with one of his outlaw road shows. That's what he likes. Year, but, making but, music with his friends oh, on the road. Oh my God. Always. See, how did, yeah. It's right there. He yeah, told us. Right there, exactly. And, and he's 90. He's made a lot of friends along the way. Oh, and, you know, from, like I say, from all reports, this thing, this show out at the Hollywood Bowl, two nights at the Hollywood Bowl were just great. And, you know, it'll be fun to, to be able to see it, you know, and see it out of something other than a fan's YouTube video. Yeah, the, yeah, those are terrible. Yeah. Uh, the Presley's had kind of a busy week. Um, well, they had a, they had a good week. Uh, they you know when um, when Lisa Marie died, there was some consternation over a will that she had amended to give everything to her daughters. And you know Priscilla found this somewhat odd, as Priscilla had been, even though the estate did belong to Lisa Marie. You know she got it when Elvis died, but Priscilla had been you know, working on it and with it, and they had been kind of in partnership with things like Graceland and the recorded music. But Lisa Marie had amended uh, her will to give everything to the grandchildren, and Priscilla Presley cried foul, never got as far as filing suit, and apparently now they have settled. Uh, Terms of the settlement have not been disclosed, but all parties are saying they're happy with it. Have you heard any more about Elvis's jet? Um, just that it was purchased, you know, and I haven't heard where they haven't said who got it or where it's going to go. Or is it, you know, going to be restored to its full right. shag glory? Well, that's, or... that's, what we, that's what we heard when it was purchased. Yeah. It was, it, nobody, while they weren't identifying the buyer, it was being said that this, whoever bought it was planning to do, to do just that. If they don't bring it back to Elvis's greatest moments in the jet, it's just another jet that you yeah. got in. Another old another old jet yeah right that yeah. you got it and uh you put new seats in and it's like well where's all the elvis stuff well we took it out yeah so we'll you know we'll hope that that's what they do but it'll take it'll take some time and i can't help can't help but think we'll hear about it as soon as they do okay and billy joel speaking of uh old jets and graceland billy joel selling his house 49 yeah. million 49 million uh, i don't know if, where is it long island it's, on, it's out on long island you know it's right on um uh, it's right on the harbor there, and uh, he bought it in what was it, 2002, for 22.5 million. Uh, since that time, he's added another 12 acres, you know, around the property. He has upgraded uh, the house, which is 20,000 square feet, five bedrooms, eight bathrooms, um, 180 degrees of you know elevated water views. Uh, all the all wow, the, that sounds all like the, it ought to be worth more than 49 million, actually. Uh, I you know. 
let me reach into my wallet and see if I have that. Forty nine yeah. million sounds like a like a pretty good amount to me. It does have a helipad so that you can. Uh, he uses it to travel back and forth uh, to his shows in Madison. Is it Square strictly Garden. a helipad, or can you play pickleball on it if you wanted to? I'm sure you could. <laughs> Just wondering if it's... I'm sure you could now. Get you out might. the cornhole game. <laughs> sure. I, don't know, I right. don't know how elevated it is, so if a shot gets past you, I don't know where that ball's going. Mm. Yeah, $49 million, he paid, what, $22 million, O2, yeah. you said? Yeah. Now it sounds like he's put quite, yeah, a, no, quite a few million into it. I agree with Brian. It sounds like it actually could be a bargain or worth more than that. Well, let's talk to all our rich friends and see if we can't pull together and yeah, wow. start to broadcast the show from out from the helipad. You know who'd like to get their hands on $49 million? Who? Billy McFarland. Well, he says he has. Um, this is this is a fun story this week. This is one of these you never would have seen this coming. As we reported a couple weeks back, he's, of course, out of jail after serving four of six years of his sentence. It's a bad way to start a story about somebody in the music world. Well, he's out of jail. He's out of jail now. Um, and that he served four or six years for you know, after being convicted of fraud for the Firefest debacle back in 2017. And now he says he has raised enough money to pay off all those debts and to not only put on another Firefest, but to make, make a musical about Firefest that he's going to call Firefest 1.5. And he says all this is happening. And he's, you know, just look for it in the future. The the Firefest festival he's planning will be on an island again. He says, but not in the Bahamas. Who they won't who let him? Among, well, no, he's not going to be back in the Bahamas. They'd never let him back in the Bahamas no, those, for those this. Are, those are among the people he owes. But yeah, the uh, truly, right truly shocking part of the story is he's got funding for this. Yeah. Who in the hell does that? Right, because if you have money, you would think they're smart enough. Well, okay, they were smart enough to earn this money. Why would you turn it over to, of all people, Billy McFarland? Right. I don't know. You know, he hasn't identified who who these benefactors are or how he raised the money. Maybe he just quietly played the three and four number lotto for yeah. a while and and accumulated some fortune. But he says he, he says he's got it and. He's going to make good on his debts and, and put on another festival and musical. What kind of dough does Ja Rule have? Um, you know, probably. I don't think. I don't think he doesn't want. Billy, I don't think he's buying Billy Joel's house. He doesn't want to be within forty miles of no. the next fire festival no. after all that. No. So you think Billy? You think uh, Billy McFarland scratched off enough lottery tickets yeah. to get the cash together for the next fire festival? He says he has. Uh, we'll see. Don't hold your breath waiting for it to surface. He does say that he has plenty of agents and artists reaching out to him. Really? Well, I get, you know, well, he's a liar too. I mean, right. And maybe a person, right. So, you know, but all right, hold on. Let's say he does get this fire festival thing to the point of, you know, tickets go on sale tomorrow, right? Now, if you buy a ticket to Fire Festival 2, you're on your own, right? You're just on your own. That's going to be it. Yeah. Um, You you saw what happened at the first Fire Festival. Everybody was just left to to survive on their own. So if you're buying a ticket for two, yikes. I mean, Summerfest, Woodstock was successful the first time by all accounts, right? It went it went as well not as a bit, not business wise. No, but, but I mean just experience wise, the people right. who went enjoyed themselves. Right. Right? 
Right. Woodstock Correct. two, not so good. Woodstock three, a real disaster. Right. So why in the world would you have another fire festival when you haven't even you haven't even sniffed you haven't really had one success? Yet. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, you know these are these are all the right questions. You know we we talk about this with our with our jaws you know kind of on the ground. And I'm glad he's doing it though. I'm, I'm happy for, for our benefit. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> just for entertainment purposes. I can only yeah. imagine. It's like watching that, Fire Country. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine that he would have to offer tickets with some sort of indemnification. Oh, oh boy, yeah. You know, that if, if it does go belly up, yeah, you, you're not only will your money be refunded, but all your expenses will be as well. Um, we'll see. You know, like I say, don't don't hold your breath waiting for the next report, but, but know that it's out there. All right. Are there enough people that operate in the world of putting on festivals and big events like that? Who don't know who this guy is? Oh no! I mean, I would think his yeah, story has circulated around the uh, tent rental business like mad. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see somebody who's a concert promoter who goes, "Never heard of the guy, Billy McFarland. Yeah. What, yeah. what? What do you know? Yeah. What do you well, know that I is, don't? Nothing. Is. This is this is a case study. There and there are university courses being taught about. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, good luck to him. I hope people buy tickets. I hope it goes at least as bad as the last one. <laughs> so we'll have more to talk yes. about. And we'll get another good documentary. Yes. Yeah. Well, just oh. hey, really? Do you think any, okay, here. Is there anybody who went to the first fire festival and was left for dead on that island? That's that going to sign up? That will buy a ticket this to one? this one. I bet there are. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely. I, bet I hope they do. I I pray because that's a story. That's great entertainment right there. You you got burned the first time and you bought another ticket. You bought another one. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame on you. But thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Blake Shelton? Did you know this? Brian just had this in uh, in our uh, Who's the Stiff contest. Did you know Blake Shelton's nickname is the Toad or Toad? I had, just I toad. had heard that you know, and I didn't like think much of it or. Or, you know, really go into it. But I had heard that. He got it as a kid. Yeah. Which is unusual. You don't usually carry your nickname as a kid around the rest of your life. Well, I think Southern people do yeah. more than we do. Okay. Possibly. I, just, uh, I think it sticks. But his nickname is Toad. Yeah. Well. And Toad is going to be hopping off oh. the boys. <laughs> um, this, will be, this will be on Tuesday. Uh, this, you know, this coming Tuesday, it'll be the... They'll be crowning the winner of season 23 and ushering Blake off in fine fashion with this all-star show that has a bunch of the other, you know, previous judges coming on. Nick Jonas is going to be there. Uh, John Legend, CeeLo Green, you know, they're going to they're going to sing him off and pay tribute to him, and then it'll it'll eclipse whoever the winner is uh, for sure. We did find out this week that his Blake's place will be taken by Reba McIntyre. Um, she she was a mega mentor this season, and then she's going to be the new coach, uh, joining you know one of the folks in the chairs during the, uh, and she's going to be joined by uh, John Legend, who's going to return, Nal Horan and Gwen Stefani, who are on the show now. So they'll keep the uh, the country iron in the fire. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, She's probably a good choice. She's pretty, yeah. uh, you know, she's pretty good on the cam- on camera. Kelly Clarkson ever coming back to that? Or is she too you busy know, now? I doubt it. 
you know, when you have a day when you have a daily talk show that doesn't leave a lot of time in your schedule. You know, some people do it. And you see, you know, Jimmy Fallon and James Corden have done well. None of them are doing it right now with the writer's strikes. But those guys have found other things to do, even with a busy daily schedule. There is upsetting news this week, too, for us Swifties, just so you know. (laughs) This would be the breakup? No, forget about the breakup. It's the Beyonce tour is projected to, to, to beat Taylor Swift's tour for highest grossing ever. 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 So the Renaissance tour, which she just started last week in Europe, is on track. Very upsetting uh, for, for us. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a pre- the projection for Beyonce is two point one billion um, compared to one point six billion that Taylor's projected to earn from the Eras tour, and a lot of that comes down to ticket pricing. Uh, Taylor Taylor is actually playing more shows. Oh, um, but, really? Uh, but Beyonce is charging a higher ticket price. What's the average ticket price for uh, for Taylor Swift, for us Swifties? What are we you know, paying? I'm not entirely sure. It's gotten so convoluted with the secondary market. Okay. I mean, I think it's in the somewhere in the 200s, and Beyonce it's somewhere in the 400s. That's cheaper than going to see a de- deal or whatever her name is now in Vegas, because <laughs> the average ticket price there, I think the cheap ticket price is there, are 600 bucks, right? Uh, something, Adele. something like that. Fine. Adele. Not a deal. A deal. She's a deal. Like the farmer. She's had us jumping through hoops about this name for the last three yeah. years now. I'm done. I'm done okay. jumping through her hoops. She objected to people saying, uh, Dell. <laughs> it's Adele. I never heard, uh, Dell. I just, yeah, I never Adele. heard that one, but yeah. she says it's a Dell, and, you know. And it, I think she's the real winner here because she just stays put. In a residence, yeah. yeah. I mean, although, you know, Beyonce and, and Taylor Swift, between, the, you know, the way their tours operate, there's a lot of comfort involved. You know, as, as much as, you know, touring and traveling yeah. can be hard. I mean, in Taylor's case, she's she's doing the weekend. Thing. It's kind of like when Julius Caesar used to travel with his troops, you know, when they were in battle. Yeah. He wasn't sleeping in the He field. had a palatial tent and servants, and he was carried to where the – they were going. He didn't walk or carry no. a spear or a sword or armor, exactly. anything like that. That's how Taylor and Beyonce. Follow me, man. <laughs> Not anymore. Go to bed. All right. You want to finish up with Brittany? I'm um, sure. If you if you like that that kind of thing. So a few things on the Brittany front this year. One is or this week. One is a report that she has paid her attorney Matthew Rosengart more than four million dollars in legal fees. Actually, more than four point two million dollars and that she's actually paid attorneys more than 30 million dollars over the course of the conservatorship wow um, yeah yeah big money and considering she was valued at about 60 million before when the conservatorship ended apparently now worth a lot less um, there are also reports that uh well this came out of that that fox tv uh, documentary, the Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom, that she and her that her husband, Sam Asghari, are having difficulties. Asghari says that's absolutely disgusting, but did not say it's wrong. Um, but, but that came out on that special. And then Britney's sons are apparently wanting to move to Hawaii with their father, Kevin Federline. He's expected to petition uh, the court in Nevada to allow him, and ask Britney to allow him to take the kids to Hawaii because their stepmother uh, has a job there at the University of, of Hawaii. 
And but they, she hasn't talked to the kids in a couple of years. In right? like a year, they say it's a year, so she's more than likely to give them permission to go. They're sixteen and seventeen years old. And she uh, pushed back on the whole marriage falling apart thing. What yesterday? Yesterday, yeah, that's right. She came out with something. So you know, I mean, you know, any of these documentaries you had to take with a grain of salt. I'm a sucker for a documentary, Gary. Yep. Two quick rock and roll things for the weekend, by the way. Today at 4 o'clock on Veeps.com, Def Leppard will be playing a special show to, uh, from their hometown in Sheffield, England. And then on Sunday at uh, 3 p.m., it's, it's the Foo Fighters are doing a free streaming event to debut a bunch of songs from their new album. And they say a few surprises that's also veeps.com. You can register for both of those. Def Leppard's today? Def Leppard is, is this afternoon. This afternoon. Okay. At 2 o'clock, you said? I believe that's 3 o'clock for them. All right. Three, is that Central oh, yeah. or Eastern? It's not that Central. I'm, 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 I'll I'm, check my I'm, local listings. I'm, trans, I'm, tra- I'm transcribing to, to Central time. All right. All right. Thanks, Gary. All right, All right. Gary. Have, have a good, good weekend. weekend.